Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts out there. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor, but still want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, to name a few. Perfect for enjoying with family or friends and taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 226, an excerpt from the book Essential by the Minimalists of theminimalist.com. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Living Daily, the podcast that brings you the best in personal development and productivity every day of the week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Justin Mollick. Hello, Life Optimizer. You're listening to another episode of Optimal Living Daily, one of three podcasts where we read to you from amazing blogs and resources so that you don't have to sit down and stare at a computer for hours. And I'm Justin Mollick. Like yesterday, today's gonna be a little different, but not too different, because I'll be reading from a book. It's not totally unusual because that book is actually a collection of essays from theminimalist.com, which I read anyway. So it's pretty much the same as a regular episode. It's been a very busy week for me because I just launched the third podcast in this OLD family. That's Optimal Health Daily, where my brother reads to you from amazing health and fitness blogs like Nerd Fitness, Ben Greenfield, and others. And he's gonna be taking your own personal questions on the show. So definitely check that out and subscribe. It'd be a huge way of showing your support for this show since we're all in the same family, literally. If you wanna have your health and or fitness question answered by a real doctor, you can send your question in through oldpodcast.com. And with that, let's hear more from The Minimalists and start optimizing your life. Inside the Prison Walls of Consumerism. There's a shopping mall in San Diego that used to be a prison. Restored, repurposed, and redecorated, it's hard to imagine this place once imprisoned hundreds of inmates. One might argue, however, it's a different kind of prison now, a voluntary incarceration caged by the invisible walls of consumption. This might sound hyperbolic, but it's an apt analogy. Consumption isn't the problem. Compulsory consumption is. We've trapped ourselves by thinking consumerism will make us happy, that buying we don't need will somehow make us whole. We've gotten good at fooling ourselves too. We've overdecorated the jailhouse walls, walls we built around ourselves, and we've made ourselves so comfortable we're terrified to leave. But a prison cell with a view is still a prison cell. Perhaps there's a key to our escape. What is minimalism? At first glance, people might think the point of minimalism is only to get rid of material possessions, eliminating, jettisoning, extracting, detaching, decluttering, paring down, letting go. That's a mistake though. Removing the excess is an important part of the recipe, but it's just one ingredient. If we're concerned solely with the stuff, then we're missing the larger point. Minimalists don't focus on having less, less, less. Rather, we focus on making room for more, 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 
more time, more passion, more experiences, more growth, more contribution, more contentment, and more freedom. It just so happens that clearing the clutter from life's path helps us make that room. Minimalism is a thing that gets us past the things so we can make room for life's important things, which actually aren't things at all. There are many flavors of minimalism. A 20-year-old single guy's minimalist lifestyle looks different from a 45-year-old mother's minimalist life. Even though everyone embraces minimalism differently, each path leads to the same place, a life with more meaning. The irony of minimalism. A word of warning as you consider simplifying your life. If you call yourself a minimalist, or if you tell people you are interested in minimalism, then everything you do will instantly be steeped in irony. Oh, you drive a car? That's not very minimalist of you. Wait, you have more than one pair of shoes? Hypocrite. You own a blow dryer? Phony. What these people don't understand, however, is minimalism is not about deprivation. It's about finding more value in the stuff you own. Minimalists do this by removing the superfluous, keeping only the possessions that serve a purpose or bring joy. Everything else goes by the wayside. There is no minimalist rule book. We're all different. The things that add value to one person's life may not add value to yours. So hold on to that hair straightener, those colorful socks, that collection of angel statuettes, but only if they are appropriate for your life. People will judge. Let them. Judgment is but a mirror reflecting the insecurities of the person who's doing the judging. Constructing an extraordinary life. An extraordinary life doesn't just happen. It is constructed, crafted, curated. We ought not simply go with the flow then, Going with the flow is nice and easy for a while, riding the current wherever it might take us, but eventually everyone ends up at the same place, the rapids. And then, unprepared, we're in for a world of hurt. Your two authors both have extraordinary lives. We're not ashamed to admit this. It wasn't always this way, though. For the longest time, our lives were unremarkable at best, miserable at worst. Too long we went with the flow. As a result, we were fat, in debt, and unfulfilled by the lives we were leading, lies filled with every conceivable type of clutter, mental clutter, emotional clutter, physical clutter. We had reached the rapids and we were quickly headed for the falls. Then we decided to change. An extraordinary life, a life to be proud of, is a decision. Not a single decision, but a myriad of little decisions each day, daily decisions about money and health and passion and contribution one day at a time. These decisions add up until one day you look over your shoulder and realize you've created an extraordinary life. Not utopia, but a better world. No, minimalism will not solve all your problems. Unfortunately, people sometimes believe the goal of simple living is to own as few possessions as possible, to declutter our homes, to organize our lives, and to clear our minds. Once we do this, we'll each find our utopia and bask in the glory of newfound happiness, right? Not exactly. Real life doesn't work this way. Minimalism is not the end game. It is not the result. Chucking your material possessions does not necessarily equal happiness. You could get rid of all your stuff and still be miserable. Getting rid of the excess in your life will, however, help you discover what does make you happy. Hint, it's not your possessions. Most of your possessions are actually in the way of your happiness. It's much easier to find the path toward happiness once you've cleared the debris. Minimalism will never lead you to your utopia. Life will always have its moments of tedium, drudgery, sadness, and pain, but minimalism can lead you to a better life, one that's more exciting, fulfilling, satisfying, and rewarding. 
You can start small, but it's worth getting started today. After you read this book, which is organized to be read in small chunks, one essay at a time, you can find additional free resources, games, photos, podcasts, and videos to help you plan your journey at theminimalist.com. Let's begin, shall we? You just listened to an excerpt from the book Essential by The Minimalists of theminimalist.com. Definitely check out their book if you love their essays like I do. And once again, if you have a question for a dietitian, doctor, personal trainer, all that stuff, my brother is answering them on his podcast, Optimal Health Daily. So come by oldpodcast.com and send it in. It's super easy and it'll benefit a lot of people if you send it in. If you can check out his new podcast and subscribe, we'd greatly appreciate it. I know how hard it is to launch a podcast, so it'd mean a lot to both of us to get that support. And I'll leave it at that. I hope you're having an awesome weekend and I'll catch you tomorrow for Minimalist Monday where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.